Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Joining us right now, she's an anchor, host, courtside reporter for your Brooklyn Nets and your New York Liberty. It's Megan Triplett. I believe this is her first time on WFAN. Hello, Megan. What's up? Yeah, it is my first time on. I appreciate you having me on, Keith. I appreciate you agreeing to come on. We haven't met yet, but as soon as I saw you come over and join the broadcast crew at Yes, first off, shout out to all the good folks at Yes Network for making this happen. I was like, great, great choice. Uh, Coming out of Memphis, I know you covered the Grizzlies. I believe you also went to school in Tennessee. I was like, yeah, I like her. I'm rooting for everybody black, so I love the choice. I love the pick. (laughs) I appreciate it. I went to Tennessee State, HBCU in Nashville. So, um, yes, I, I love it. And I am a Tennessee gal, but I'm a New Yorker now, so it's all good. So so how do you like New York now? How how long have you been living in New York now? Um, what's the transition like? You know, I've been living in New York, I guess, my first day with Guest Network was Media Day last year, and I, like, moved mid-October. So I guess I'm coming up on like my one-year anniversary coming up here. But um, so it's, but it's been great. It's been really, really cool. I really enjoy it. I've been here a lot. I have a sister that lives here. She's in Harlem. So I've come up here a lot of times to visit and hang out with some friends. Um, but it's been really, really good. You know, Memphis is very different, but I've lived in different parts throughout the country. But New York is just amazing. It's the hustle, the bustle, the fast pace great food, great shopping, great people, and it's got sports. So what can you not like? Uh, The subway flooding, the homeless people body (laughs) odor, the trash, the rats. Uh, (laughs) I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. All that stuff, you know what? You have to go through to get to it, right? You have to go through to get to it. It keeps you humble. It keeps you very humble. If you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. That's what they say. So hopefully I'm doing great. I'm doing good. I'm still surviving. That's all that matters. Good to hear. Well, speaking on making it here, we are hoping that there is a team to make it to a championship here. We are in a drought since the uh, New York Giants won the Super Bowl and brought a parade through. We haven't seen one. And uh, for the last couple weeks now, I've been keeping an eye on the New York Liberty. Ladies first, let's start with them. I think they have a shot to do it. I think they have a shot to win the whole thing. And, uh, you know, I don't think anyone else really talks about the Liberty on WFAN. If they win it, they deserve our attention, and we should all show up and support them at the parade. Can you tell us one thing about this Liberty team that you've seen, and do you believe that they have the chance right now to win it all? 
Well, first of all, I'm not going to say if they win it, they deserve our attention. They deserve your attention now. They should have had your attention like before. There you go. Years ago, but this is a, this is a season where I do think that a lot of people's eyes have been like you know wider, and they're paying attention a little bit more just because of everything that this organization has brought to the team and what they're building. And I think a lot of people started to kind of notice that. Oh, you know, I know that. The players and Sandy Rondello don't like the words we call super team. They just have some amazing players that came together and they're like kind of all bought in. Um, I know I'm biased, but being able to watch a handful of games and cover, you know, these, uh, these ladies and see the games in person, it is a tremendous, tremendous group. And so do I think they're going to win it all? I really do think so. I really hope so. I hope we're all going to be at a parade, but I will say that, this is the time to really like turn, you know, tune in and turn your TVs on to watch this because it's going to be an epic showdown. You have the top two teams in the WNBA playing. We kind of like knew this could be the finals and what it could look like, and we got we we have a chance to see like, these two teams take on each other. But when you look at what Brianna Stewart, you know, where her resume is from like college to the, to the professional side. She just won MVP, and then she's teamed up with. John Quell Jones, who has been, had a tremendous playoff run here in double doubles, and she's found her groove with this group. And you add Courtney Vandersloot, who's like one of the best point guards in the league. She can get her players open, she can dish it out. And then you have players like Benija Lena, who can do a lot of things defensively. She can knock down shots. She's been amazing during this playoffs. And you add Sandy Brondello as a coach who has coached the greats, who has, has already won a title, who's played herself. Sabrina Unescu. I could go really go on and on. We saw what she did in a three-point contest. We know her three-point shooting is electric and it's on fire. And they're just a really good group of, like, you know, players. They have the core. And they are just a team to watch right now. Yeah, so speaking of a team to watch right now, Yankee fans, if you watch the Yankees on the Yes app, on the Yes Network, you could also watch the regular season with the Liberty on the Yes Network and the Yes app. But Obviously, for the finals for the championship, it'll be on ESPN nationally for everybody to see. The first game is coming up this Sunday, and something I've been talking about a lot is last year when the Aces won it, I feel like everybody saw their parade and their celebration and how yeah. those girls went in. And this matchup has kind of been written in the stars. I feel like people were talking about this being the matchup for months, and now we have it. And uh, let's let's try to project, like, if they win it all and they have a parade, what you know, where's the party at? What are we doing? Where are we turning up? Well, it has to be in Brooklyn, number one. You know, I think that I would, you know, it's a lot of things. Like, of course, you know, Barclays Center is on Atlantic Avenue. And, you know, that's a hot spot in itself. That street stays busy. Um, but it would be cool to do something on the Brooklyn Bridge. That just came to mind all of a sudden. Like, it would be like a really epic showdown if we could just, like, take over the Brooklyn Bridge and make that where the party is. So that way we can kind of like bridge the gap of, you know, we know Liberty fans are throughout New York. We have Liberty fans in Connecticut. We have Liberty fans in New Jersey. So if we could just like kind of take over just like a really, really big hot spot right there on the water, I think that would be a good spot as well. See, you're smart. You, you already got it. You, you're, you're making the plans. I, I'm envisioning it this now. It makes for a good picture. It makes for a good Instagram picture, too. Like, I can get a really good Instagram picture up there at the party like that. So, you know, we could really have a good moment. I have done the walk from Barclays Center over the bridge to Lower Manhattan. Uh, I think that this could be a movie. I think this could be something great for the city and for everybody to join in on. It'll be a spectacle for the world to see. And that's something that I've been saying 
for a while. I'm like, when we get our next parade, when we get our next championship, like we're watching, I don't know, the, the Warriors or the Kansas City Chiefs and, you know, even the Vegas Aces celebrate. I'm like, when people see New York turn up again for a championship, it's going to be different. It's going to hit different. So I'm hoping that happens in the next couple of weeks. With the Liberty, I thought it we was going to happen. We could be part of the like committee. We could be part of the. We can start this. Oh, we are. Now. They can I hear us. Like, there's there's like, a bunch of people listening right now. They can they can hear us. And uh, you know what are they four wins away? It could happen. And honestly, I thought it was going to happen for our Brooklyn Nets. Obviously, we're coming out of the Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving era, where you know when you put those superstars together, there was a lot of attention, a lot of hype, and uh, high expectations around the Brooklyn Nets. What I'll say is. Something I've been saying for a while. I say this on Talking Nets podcast. I've said this on WFAN. This Nets world has been built. Ten years in Brooklyn since the Nets left my home state in New Jersey for Brooklyn for greener pastures. I feel like in the beginning, you know, I would go to games in 2013. And I remember going to that Bulls series in 2013. It was like Bulls fans took over the arena. Like, you know, Michael Jordan fans that were just around New York. But now I feel like we have a strong fan base and last year was your first year really getting to be in uh Barkley Center consistently not just you know visiting with the Grizzlies like can you speak to the Brooklyn Nets fans the Brooklyn Brigade and what it's like the atmosphere uh in in Brooklyn when the Nets play yeah you know the Brooklyn Brigade has been amazing they welcomed me when I first like got here made me feel like I was a part of the family um it's a very like family-oriented just a very like loving hardcore group. Like they're all bought in, they're built in. And um, I love just the excitement level that they bring. And I know like last year, I know that gone through some ups and through some downs, but they're always like that bright spot and they always believe and they're always just there. And so like when you go to a game at Barclays and I got to say for both, it's not just for um, the Nets. It's also, it's also for the Liberty. It's just like everything that's like centered around, um, Barclays Center, it's just been like, it's a very, like, it's a very loving electric atmosphere always. So, you know, it starts with the organization and then it trickles down to everyone that puts on that works in, at Barclays from like the game night crew, the game night staff, and then it just like feeds on to the fans because they make you really feel included and make you feel like very, very loved. And so if you haven't been to a game at Barclays, whether that's the Nets or Liberty, you have, you have to have to really, really, truly experience it. Well said. I mean, shout out to Bobby. Shout out to everybody. I can't name all the Brooklyn Brigade guys and gals. A lot of it's um, so many. Yeah, the, the, we'd be here all night. <laughs> no, I mean, over the last five to ten years, uh, it's it's grown a lot. Like it's a real thing. And uh, you know, the, a lot of the Brooklyn Brigade they double up. They're Liberty fans. They're at the Liberty games and they're at mm-hmm. the Nets games. And I think that's great. I'm I'm excited to get back into the arena. I'm excited to watch this team. Media day just happened. I wasn't able to get over there. I've been babysitting all day. Um, my life has changed. I just had a, a baby in April. Um, but you oh, were you were there. Were you at media day? Thank you. I was at media day. I got a chance to have some fun. It was kind of like, it really, it really does feel like it's kind of like the first day of school um, for like, you know, the Nets organization for that day. But it was a, it was a really, really fun place to be. Yeah, I'm excited for the season. I think, you know, you talked about the love and the atmosphere uh, at the arena. Spread love is the Brooklyn way. That Brooklyn grit that the Nets had before we went the superstar route, when we were more of like a young, scrappy team of different guys. Like, I feel like they're getting back to that. I feel like there's a lot of pieces on the Nets 
that can come together and surprise people. I think Jacques Vaughn being the head coach, being the clear-cut guy, uh, you know, he's going to make the team work hard and, and they're going to play hard for him. Uh, I can't wait to see what they actually look like. No one, no one knows. Obviously, Ben Simmons gets all the headlines. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, a lot of people uh, like to joke on Ben Simmons. But I think he's got a chance here to surprise some people if he's healthy. Uh, what did you see from Ben at Media Day? Anything that made you think, like, okay, Ben Simmons is back. Ben Simmons is ready to play basketball? Yeah, you just honestly, like, we, I got to do a sit-down uh, with Ben. And the biggest thing is just, like, if there's, like, a different, like, vibe, a different aura around him. You know, I know that. This offseason, he's done a couple of interviews and talking about how he feels his healthiest, and he really does look like he is fully healthy. He'll tell you that he feels good. He's, he's in a different, a different place of his life, a different chapter of his life, and it really started for him just with this offseason of, like, getting in an environment um, that he was comfortable in and, like, really, really focusing on his rehab and getting healthy, and it definitely shows. And it's not just, like, from my perspective. Jock has told us that. Sean Marks has told us that. And every single player that I talked to said the same exact thing. You know, these guys have been in and out of the gym all together for the last couple of weeks. And we had a lot, of, a lot of the guys say that they were very intentional about everyone wanting to kind of come in earlier the media day just to kind of like get that experience and that time in and play five on five and everyone has spoke has spoken so highly of Ben Simmons and it's like the biggest thing is that he's healthy and I do think that like there's some things that we didn't know about Ben last year that you know he's sharing and saying that he wasn't his full you know his fully 100% and that he was playing with a lot of like back issues and so now he's at a place where he can sit down in a chair and be comfortable he feels comfortable, like, you know, driving in the paint and everything that was affected last year that a lot of people did not know. He's just in a very, very better place, and he attributes that to just some time to rehab. And we talked about going to Miami and Miami being his spot and his home right now um, and so how that all affected him. And so when you see him and you, like, see him out there on the court and you actually just talk to him, you can just see it. It's, like, very, very clear as day that this is a different Ben Simmons than we had last year. Good. I'm, I'm glad he's healthy, and I'm glad he's in the right headspace, too. I think uh, he could be a big part of leading this team offensively uh, at, at point guard, but really defensively, too. I, I, I don't know. I, I hope he gets back. But it's not all about Ben Simmons. Uh, my guy, tech guy with a jumper, Spencer Dinwiddie, he's part of that old regime Nets, the gritty Nets. He's still here. Uh, Mikael Bridges. Everybody knows Mikael Bridges, and his boy Cam Johnson got paid. I can't wait to see Cam Thomas. And uh, I really think that Nick Claxton is out to prove something because, you know, he was getting looked at as a defensive player of the year. And I think during media day, he spoke to, you know, when Katie and Kyrie left, it was like he was off the table for that. So I'm excited to see those guys. But uh, tell me one guy you're excited to see from the Nets. There's some sneaky signings like Dennis Smith Jr., uh, Harry Giles, uh, Lonnie Walker. Like they have some, some veterans on this team that I think people have forgotten about. Yeah, you really said them all. Like, I mean, um, I like what Jock has told us in these last couple of days that it's like, it's, it's we, not me. And it really is like a group that I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see like the group out there. Um, a player that you did mention was Lonnie Walker, the fourth. I got a chance to sit down with him and he's just like a great person to, to talk to and like to get to know his story. He even said that he was bought in on just like the opportunity, the opportunity of what Jock Vaughn and Sean Marks presented to him and what these players um, them spending time together. He's great. Dennis Smith Jr. is, I think, is going to be a really, really fun player to follow and watch. If you ask any of the players about Dennis, we've heard that he's a trash talker. 
but in a good way. He's the loudest person out there on the court. He's a fun guy to like sit down and talk to. If you want to know a little more about him, I recommend watching his docu-series on YouTube. He's got, I watched two episodes. Um, you get to know a little bit more about his journey and his process and how he's kind of like his off season and what, and what it means for him and his family and the training and what he's, what he's kind of gone through in his life. And then of course, you know, Mikel Bridges, You're, you can't not be, not be excited to see more of Mikel Bridges from the summer that he's had with team USA. And we know that he's going to have more on his plate. Jock Bond said the same thing. Like, you know, Mikel Bridges is a great defensive player, but you know, there's so much more he can do offensively as well. And he's going to take it to a whole nother level. Um, so it's really just, a, it's, it's every single player. There's not like one player that I can say that I'm like, oh, this, this, this. It's, there's so many great storylines that I'm excited to kind of see how Jock and this front office groups puts all the pieces together because it's all about fitting all together and forming that like new identity. So it's gonna be it's gonna be good. A couple of things I would say to look out for from what we've been told. Um, I know Cam Thomas. He told us um, at practice the other day he's put on some muscle weight. He's like put on about 10 pounds. He's gotten a little stronger. Mikel Bridges told me that Dayron Sharp looks slim, but in like a very strong way. Nick has put on more muscle. You talk about Nick and like how he is kind of fueled because he 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 said it. He said it kind of like it motivates him that he wasn't considered for some of some of those defensive awards that he wants to take his game to the next level as well. Um, so there's a lot of things to look out for as you see the guys come out there on the court together soon. Yeah, shout out to Dorian Finney-Smith, Royce O'Neal, and the class of rookies coming in. This is exciting for Nets fans. It's a fresh start. No one knows what's going to happen this season. And uh, I really do think they have a chance to make the playoffs and win a game. And if they do that, that's better than they did the last two years with the superstars and the big names. So <laughs> let's go. Give them time. I, you know, Once again, like give them time and don't forget that. This is what's different than, of course, last year is, you know, Jock Bond this is going to be his – first training camp as head coach you know he got in you know first he was interim and he got put in after Steve Nash but he's getting a chance to come in from day one and like you know feel everything out see everything there is like so many different rosters last year so now you have the guys who know a little bit about each other who got a chance to play with each other those last couple of months of last season and you have these new guys and the good thing is to know that these guys have spent um, some more time together during the offseason. We know that some guys went to Miami together. You saw Nick Claxton and Ben Simmons and Royce O'Neal. Dennis Smith Jr. spent some time in Miami as well. So did Harry Giles. So it's like these guys have spent some time. So like they're all bought in. They're very, very intentional about they want to compete. They want to build something. And there's not – from what we've been told, there's like not one player who's like a selfish player. They all know what they've come from and what they're trying to do here. And so they're trying to get a great, a great result. And they're still trying to win a championship. I know like that's like a thing that people are not using that word, but they want to be the best that they can be. And so now it's about putting the pieces together and figuring out the roles. And that's going to be the next step is like how the roles are going to kind of play out. Yeah. I think it's getting back to the we, not me vibe. And I'm excited for that. Megan, thank you for joining us tonight. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.